Well, welcome back, everybody. Let's dive into H.P. Lovecraft. Howard Phillips Lovecraft, renowned as the father of cosmic horror, so much so that some have even deemed to call it Lovecraftian horror, was born to Winfield Scott Lovecraft and Sarah Susan Lovecraft on August 20th, 1890 in Providence, Rhode Island. He would spend most of his life in New England, however, his family being very wealthy because of his grandfather on his mother's side. They were able to live off their laurels and residual wealth for a time. However, tragedy would strike the Lovecraft household again and again throughout Howard's young life. He was no stranger to death and mental instability, as Howard's grandfather would die very young and his mother would be institutionalized short after in 1919. This would follow Lovecraft's father Winfield suffering a psychotic episode substantial enough to have him committed to the Butler Hospital in Providence in 1893. He would remain committed until his death five years later in 1898. Lovecraft's grandmother would also pass in 1896. So there was a great deal of death and mental instability surrounding Howard Lovecraft, even at such a young and certainly impressionable age. And this would most assuredly texturize and flavor HP's work as he deals with great amounts of varying madness, giving madness physical and metaphysical forms he would extrapolate it and, and use those variants to create a theme of utter meaningless for the struggles and achievements of mankind. To Lovecraft, ultimately, we are minuscule, small-minded children screaming into the night. Which, given his family history, it would certainly be understandable as to why an author would come to that conclusion. Although H.P. would not attend Brown University, as he said that he had wanted to, he also barely graduated high school, though not for want of good grades or academic acclaim, but rather his debilitating health and lack of interest. Now, Howard Lovecraft would bolster a robust resume during his all-too-short-but-fantastic life. He would begin his career by writing essays for the United Amateur Press Association. And in 1913, he would write a letter to a pulp magazine, where he would ultimately lead to his insistent involvement as a pulp fiction author. Later, he would publish several of his own uh, varying pulp magazines. And in 1916, Lovecraft would publish his first story. The Alchemist. This would be followed by his classic stories like The Tomb and Dagon, which would greatly be influenced by the works of Edgar Allan Poe and Christian Mythos. His first science fiction story, however, would be Beyond the Wall of Sleep, written in 1919. This would be published through the amateur publication Pine Cones. 
Shortly after, in 1920, Lovecraft would begin publishing the first stories of the Cthulhu mythos, which would actually be a classification penned later by authors, meaning to encompass all those stories sharing a commonality in theme, character, and likeness. Stories like the poem of Nier Lethotep and the short story The Crawling Chaos. Soon after, he would move to New York City in 1924, where he would marry his wife, Sonia Green. It would be in New York City that he would gather a group of authors and writers about him that would go on to call themselves the Lovecraft Circle. It would be from this group that H.P. would move on to a publisher in New York called The Weird Tales, a fantasy and horror fiction pulp magazine who would also publish Lovecraft's contemporaries, Seabury Quinn, author of the occult tales of detective Jules de Grandin, and Clark Ashton Smith, who was a member of the Lovecraftian circle, as well as a poet and sculptor. Lovecraft's early inspirations would come from the Gothic novelists Anne Radcliffe, Matthew Lewis, and Charles Maturin. Maturin also, strangely enough, being the name of a great turtle in the Stephen King universe, Stephen King novels. Uh, Maturin being the turtle that would be opposed to it, the entity that took the form of a clown in Stephen King's novel, It. Lovecraft would combine the interest in these Gothic authors with a keen affinity for Greco-Roman mythology, writing poems and stories reminiscent of the epics like the Odyssey. Lovecraft, like all others in the age, lived and dredged through the squalors of the Great Depression, after which he would become a socialist, firmly believing in people banding together to ensure that no one was left to rut and starve and wither. After having suffered for the sake of his writing, his financial stability and mental well-being were greatly affected, causing Lovecraft to return to Providence in 1926. It would be immediately after this that he would write some of his most prolific work, The Call of Cthulhu and The Mountain of Madness. Lovecraft would write the remainder of his original works for the next 11 years until his death in March of 1937 at the age of 46. Howard Phillips Lovecraft lived his life as an atheist, going so far in his beliefs as to write an essay called A Confession of Unfaith, where he describes his descent from Protestantism. He was raised in a more conservative household, though he would quickly become an avid socialist in his youth and remain so until his death also avidly opposing Soviet Marxism, which was very prominent at the time, and in fact believed that America needed to establish an intellectual aristocracy in order to preserve the country. He wanted an oligarchy of intellectuals, reminiscent of the philosopher kings that were littered throughout the age of epics that Lovecraft treasured in his childhood. Lovecraft was a steadfast supporter of the likes of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, also ardently opposing the likes of Adolf Hitler. 
even though Lovecraft himself spoke grandly in favor of the preservation of culture and ideological secularism, like Hitler did. Lovecraft was a magnificent culmination of being inspired by different styles of writing, from Nathaniel Hawthorne, Edgar Allan Poe, John Mandeville, and Marco Polo. He was certainly filled with flaw and reprehensibility, being an elitist and an ethnocentrist. In the modern day, Lovecraft would certainly be seen as a social pariah, and his workings would most certainly be cast aside and dismissed for his wanting of an acceptable moral and ethical outlook on his fellow man and community. However, this man is where history decided to lay the foundation stone of cosmicism, the literary philosophy that says humanity plays an insignificant role in the vast workings of the universe, and that it is an uncaring and methodological existence that plagued humanity. He would give us a pantheon of dark, twisted gods and cosmic horrors, a complex and gripping interworking of mysterious histories littered with archaic novelty, enticing the modern reader for greater and grander scenes and monsters. His works would inspire metal bands like Black Sabbath and Metallica, who derived direct inspiration from Lovecraftian lore. In the 1970s, there would begin to be literature studies centered around Lovecraft's works, engrossing him in the annals of classic and modern literature to be studied and dissected for eons to come. And of course, his works would more popularly inspire video and board games alike, not to mention spurning the creation of dozens of creatures and phenomena like Warcraft and Starcraft, Dungeons and Dragons, as well as greatly influencing occult groups like the Typhonian Order and the Church of Satan. To say the least, the world and horrors created by Howard Phillips Lovecraft have inspired and awed a countless many over the last handful of generations. He was an intellectual egotist surrounded by madness and death, which produced some of the most influential and potent literature of the modern age that still galvanizes intrepid readers and writers the world over. And needless to say, I, for one, am a fan. And that is a very short summation of the life of H.P. Lovecraft. What a guy. <laughs> what a life he must have led, living in the time that he did, through both world wars, the Great Depression, Soviet Marxism, being an elitist, an egotist, a ethnocentrist, a racist. I mean... He was not a very good guy, but at the same time, the work that he wrote, I, I can't imagine modern day literature without mentioning H.P. Lovecraft. 
or the influence that H.P. Lovecraft had on the rest of modern day literature. And that's all I had for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in and stick around for more Sci-Fi Unchained. But for now, live long and prosper, my friends, and may the Force be with us all.